0: Hey lovely Wild Hearts! I'm on my way to the post office. I'm taking some decluttering that I sold on eBay last week. And under my arm I've got a bag full of stuff and then under my arm I've got a big box and in it is a a leather Kate Spade handbag. Um, I think it was about 100 quid when I bought it. I bought it from an outlet. I, I, I never buy anything full price. I love a bargain. <laughs> but um I sold it for about £45, and that's what I want to ramble about today. That's why change is so hard, you know, because the old you has to die, and the old me that bought this bag, this bag from my corporate days, this this bag when I had a big handbag and I carried my whole life around in it. I have actually got another Kate Spade handbag, which is a, a little tan crossbody one that I Bought to celebrate writing my book. That's more of a day bag. But change is hard because the old you has to die and that hurts because you have to let go of who you think you are, of all the crap that you believe about yourself that isn't true. And there is grief involved in that and it's really sad. The other things that I'm taking to the post office are pairs of high heels that I i don't wear anymore I don't, I don't go out clubbing anymore and i'm you'll often find me in a pair of trainers or uh, some flat sandals or flip-flops I'm, I'm just not that girl anymore and sometimes you don't realize that you're not that person anymore you've already changed and it's just acknowledging that you're not her anymore that means that you can step into who who you are now You know, the old me was in survival mode, so there was quite a lot of work to be done so that I could just be myself, which sounds daft, doesn't it, really? Because you would think that being yourself would be the easiest thing ever. But it's not when you've grown up in survival mode because you've developed all of these coping strategies, all these protective coping mechanisms to keep yourself safe. So one of mine was constantly doing... So I thought I had to go out there and get this big job and earn all this money and keep doing and doing and doing and chasing what, and that would bring me happiness. I would be happy when I got my soft top car. Well, I got my soft top car and it didn't make me happy. I'd be happy when I got my Kate Spade handbag. I'd be happy when I lost half a stone. I'd be happy when I met met Mr. Parks. None of that stuff makes you happy because you're constantly chasing something which is an illusion and for me now happiness is peace having peace inside having space inside myself to just be so i can actually hear myself so i can listen to myself but coming out of survival mode meant i had to face a lot of truths about how i grew up and the people around me and the things that I was doing to myself which were abusive and hurtful oh yeah hear that little one screaming in the background that's exactly how I felt growing up yeah that's exactly how it was but to face all of that really hurt there was a lot of pain that had to come out a lot of grieving a lot of letting go of people, of situations, of jobs. Packed my job in, started up my own business, started to heal, started to read, started to learn, started to follow the breadcrumbs, as they say, towards where I thought I wanted to be. And as I say, that happiness, that illusion just became a, a coming back to self, just listening to my heart and. And, you know, you can't listen to your heart if you're in survival mode, because if you're in survival mode, you're probably burnt out. You're absolutely knackered. Your brain is just tick, 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 buzz, 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 buzz. It's just chitter-chattering all the time about, about... It's fearful stuff. It's telling you, what if this happens and what if this goes wrong? And why didn't I say that to so and so? And how could I have handled that differently? And lots of self-blame and um, self-criticism and generally beating yourself up and yeah making yourself wrong and not giving yourself a break when you're in survival mode um, you're knackered and all you want to do is watch netflix or scoff a packet of jaffa cakes with four cups of tea and not see anyone and it's hard to get out of bed in the morning and everything feels like you're wading through peanut butter Everything feels like hard work. And when you start to heal, yes, you're tired. I'm taking you to Morrison's now because I need to get a pint of milk. Yes, you're tired, but you're also starting to want time and space to go within, to be a bit hermity. So you can work out what you want, what, what brings you joy, what makes you happy. I've just come out of Morrison's now and uh, met a little fella called Charlie, he's four in a lovely green t-shirt with an alligator on it that said see you later underneath it we had a lovely chat at the checkout he was helping his mum scan and uh, pack all the shopping it was really he's really sweet really chatty but the minute I paid him attention he just kind of stood there and stared at me and it just reminded me of there is an inner child in all of us (laughs) and that is the key to finding what brings you joy Your inner child that you can go back to a time where you were just you and you didn't have all these negative thoughts and beliefs and musts and shoulds and all these things that you feel like you have to do or you feel obligated to do um, now as an adult so if you want to work out what brings you joy and you want to connect to your inner child Uh, There's loads of ways I can help you with that. we have got the World Hot Book Club coming up in um, November time, autumn time. And also I'm running an inner child creativity and connectivity workshop on the 13th of August. That's an all-dayer and that's going to be really good fun. That is going to be getting the thought tip pens out and scribbling and um, reconnecting with that part of yourself. Where the joy lives but you know, when you're in survival mode there's no space for joy because everything is urgent everything, we feel responsible for everything, everything is tiring everything is difficult, everything is (sighs) yeah, life just becomes that treadmill of getting up in the morning and and, um, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results and that is the uh, definition of madness because if you keep doing what you've always done, you'll always get what you've got. And you've got to change it. You've got to inject it with a different energy. But how can that energy come in when you're constantly caught up in a space of doing all the time? And I say this for myself as much as I said for you, because you've got to be able to sit and be with yourself and not run from yourself and rest and create space for that other stuff to come in. And maybe that, you know, maybe when you sit with yourself and you create space, a load of crap's going to come up first. A load of uncomfortable feelings, a load of pain, a load of hurt before before you can make space for the other stuff to come in. Yeah, thanks Charlie. What a little poppet he was with his big blue eyes and blonde hair staring at me in his green t-shirt. And I thought, yeah Charlie, when we were four years old, when we were four years old, we knew what we wanted, we knew what made us happy and then life happened to us. So yeah, that's today's ramble. See you next time, bye.